Welcome to Gain That Tune. is going on everybody it is game that tune back in the house mm. it's uh man i think uh, i think we got a great game a uh, great uh, show in store for everybody tonight it's episode 82 it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan say hey hey and we got david fleming say hey hey and we got jesse moore say hey 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 so, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Uh, if you're just joining us on Game That Tune, what we do around here is uh, we each brought a game, we play three songs from the game, listen to the songs, uh, try and guess the games based on the songs, and a little bit of trivia, goof off, talk a bunch of shit, have a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, winner at the end of the night gets to play even more tunes and pick a theme for the next episode. And uh, John Regan, somehow, was our winner last week. And, uh, Johnny, why don't you tell them about that fantastic theme you picked for this week's show? Well, I thought, uh, it's been awesome since we've done indie games. Um, so, yeah, I went and just went with indie games for this week. Yeah, see, you know, you say that, I, I didn't remember us ever doing indie games. But, frankly, I thought it was a fantastic overdue theme. I got my fedora, I got my whip, you know, I got, you know... My just um, sense of um, adventure ready for John, tonight's show. John, and J- uh, hmm? Yeah, that's uh, I-N-D-I-E as in, like, independent. Uh, huh. Um, okay, well, I need to change a few things about my preparation for the show. John, go ahead you know, and... That's strike. That's really my bad, John. I probably sent a mixed message by buying you that Indiana Jones box set on Amazon. I really should have done that this week. I really should have waited a little bit yeah. longer. Really seemed like a tie-in, you know. And I, I don't care for young Indiana Jones, but you know, it arrived <sighs> at my house. I thought you were just trying to give me some inspiration. And okay, well, yeah. Um, strike my selections from the record. Uh, I guess I'll still. I guess I can keep the bonus too. Um, cool. So, indie games. Uh, I-N-D-I-E. Independent games. That makes... That is such a wider category than what we had previously... (laughs) What I'd previously been working with. Uh, now I think it's gonna really be a diverse show, because before I thought it was gonna be a pretty John Williams-heavy show. (laughs) You know, like... (laughs) John Williams threw a... Yeah, John Williams complain. did like an MSX filter type show, but this makes way more sense. So, cool! Uh, <laughs> then, uh, Johnny, I say we jump right into it, man. <laughs> Alright. Game 1.
Nice. I like it. Yeah, That's good. Definitely, show. definitely not from Indiana Jones. This makes <laughs> way more sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so this is one of our fan requests for the evening. We uh, now have several fan requests since my songs are no longer on record. Um, this came to us on Twitter from somebody with a October spooky Twitter name that I, you know, they don't have their real name anywhere on their Twitter. <laughs> so this is from the VGM Haunter at Angus VGM on Twitter. Thank you for the request. Um, sponsors in this game include Kamigori Clone Tech, Spark Unlimited, Fulcan Capital, Xyle Geo Transform GmbH, Muller PLS Alien Pet Exchange, Willard Labs, The Rokedale Trust, uh, Zyro Industries Grav Research, and Zeville Corp Civil Space Exploration. Yeah. <laughs> 
Need any, uh, need like one more piece of trivia to put you on the right track? Yes. Perhaps. That would be amazing. Um, so this game was originally released as part of Nintendo's Nindies program for the Wii U, and an enhanced re-release of this was a launch title for the Nintendo Switch. I, I only do that because I feel like none of us are going to get me right tonight. <laughs> Gotta change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last part of that? Uh, an enhanced remake of this game was released as a launch title for the Nintendo Switch. Okay, I'm ready. Johnny's got it. He's in there. Uh, Johnny says, Dubstep Hero. Jesse, hold just closer to the camera, or does it not say anything? It's nothing. <laughs> okay, it's nothing. And David says, affordable, affordable space adventures. Uh, Johnny, hit the word space. Um, space! Yeah, no, that's all. That's sadly incorrect. This is Fast Racing Neo for, oh, the, uh, for the Wii U. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, hence all those futuristic sounding sponsors. Yeah, that makes sense why there would be sponsors in that. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could get oh, sponsored yeah. on your space adventures. Yeah. Thank you, John. Johnny, on that. tonight. Yeah, cause, you know, th this game takes place uh, in various locations throughout space, and therefore, uh, I figure Johnny will probably have to hit that button a few times. So, who here has played F Zero? No, excuse me, Fast Racing Neo. Why do I want to keep saying F Zero? Well, I mean, you know, it's very F Zero like. Yeah, basically, hey Nintendo, you should do this because yeah. we're doing. <laughs> I don't understand, like, where the confusion is. I mean, one of them is, like, a futuristic 3D super fast racer that starts with an F and ends with an EO, and the yeah. other is a super <laughs> fast futuristic <laughs> racing game 
It's Tetris and F and ends with an EO. Totally yeah. different games. Which yeah, one has only wacky characters, though? I was going to say, you know, this one has no wacky characters. It has a oh. bunch of realistic, futuristic sponsors. Which, oh, you know, well, not... fuck them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Alien Pet Adoptions being a sponsor of a that's you know, cool. fucking yeah, that's interplanetary awesome. stock car race. But, like, what the hell, man? Why isn't this F-Zero? <laughs> like, you know, everything, though, that I've looked at about this, you know, I think I'm right on the verge of buying it. It's only, like, 15 bucks for the Switch. And it actually looks fucking cool. <laughs> like, the the Switch version has, like, new tracks over the, you know, uh, Wii U version. It's got, like, six new tracks, and there's, like, 15 vehicles. Nowhere near the, like, 40 or 50 vehicles of F-Zero GX, which, you know... Just by making this game and making it a Nintendo exclusive, they're just begging me to only compare it to F Zero. Like, yeah, <laughs> they really should have, made, you know, somehow made this seem like they're trying to rip off Wipeout instead yeah, of yeah. F Zero. <laughs> yeah, I love Wipeout, yeah. and a Wipeout on a uh, Nintendo system would be like, oh, that's awesome. I never thought about Wipeout on a Nintendo system. But it's like this game starts with F and ends with EO. <laughs> And we haven't released an F-Zero game in, like, you know, 10, 12 years. Um, yeah, you put the questions, you know, you just you just ask whatever questions in your head. See, uh, I feel like if it was Wipeout, though, it would just piss you off more, because you'd be like, <laughs> hey, look, it's Wipeout on a Nintendo system. I never, I never really thought about that, because I had F-Zero. Where the fuck say. is F-Zero? Yeah. Wow, why do we ever get wipe out of a Nintendo system? Because we never needed it. <laughs> like, <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, the game looks really fucking cool. Like, you know, I've watched a few races at this point, and you can get going pretty darn fast in this. Like, some of the guys doing time trials for, like, you know, for world records and shit. It's crazy how fast they have to go through these courses. And, uh, I guess the big thing that, you know, tries to distinguish this one from other fast, futuristic racing games you have to do like there's different phases your car is in you have an orange phase and a blue phase and depending on what phase you're in there's boost strips and you have to kind of change phases to get the you know the full boost like you have to hit a blue strip when you're in blue phase and then you have to you know change over super quick to orange phase and you hit the next strip so you can keep going very 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 fast through these courses if you're good at the game so you know it looks cool. It looks like there's, you know, a nice steep-ass learning curve to getting very good at these games. But, again, Captain Falcon's not in it, and it's just, you know, like, yeah. I can't move past it, man. You know, I'm like, where is he? <laughs> what happened? I'm throwing off my phases. Like, are phases something that just happened, or do you control what phase you're in? You do you know? control what phase you're in. You literally just hit a button to shift oh, from one color okay. to another. Okay, so it's, it's it's pretty different from it's not a phase mom. It's actually something that you like right. decide. <laughs> yeah, th you know this is who your car is. It has two phases. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> none of them are like that hot topic phase where it just you know gets all decked out in black and studs. God, why yeah. did hot topic spots do this game? <laughs> <laughs> like hot topic it's actually like a future racing car with like a ring in the front bumper. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's got a bumper piercing. It's just a fucking car with an Invader Zim sticker on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, we got this. <laughs> no other flare. A single, uh, yeah. like, three-inch by three-inch Invader Zim sticker. It's just a futuristic-looking Doc Martin with an Invader Zim sticker on it. That's your car. <laughs> you know, it's perfect. You can't even um, see it unless you, like, you pause and zoom in. <laughs> like, oh, hey. Wow, it's so accurate. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
I want to stay in this phase forever. <laughs> Too bad I keep losing all the races because there's no hot topic boost strips on the uh, <laughs> on the track. Not yet. Yeah, there will be, be DLC. Oh god. <laughs> hot every topic time, DLC. Every time you go on the boost strip, it just changes the music to like Blair emo screamcore. Yeah. <laughs> just starts playing Event Seven Holdens. <laughs> oh god. Okay, that's it. Nope, this game's gone. Like when, when somehow you... you pop the content, the downloaded content, out of your Switch and throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> when you win a race, when you win a race, instead of waving a checkered flag, it's a Nirvana T-shirt on a stick. <laughs> Uh, okay, we gotta get out of the hot topic phase of this discussion. Amazing, this as we all do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, the game actually looks good. And I really think I'm really thinking about buying it. Just you know, I don't know when I'm going to, because like you know, it's October now. I've got some games to play, and Super Mario Odyssey's coming out real soon. Do I really feel like dropping money on this when realistically I'll play it for like a weekend tops? Yeah, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but if in the future we all have switches and we all want to play this together, you know, it does have like eight player online races and it looks really fucking cool. You know, the tracks are crazy and F-Zero-y and futuristic. Like, you know, a couple of races I was watching, one had like, you know, tornadoes and shit going on the track. There was giant sandworms jumping all over the place, you know, little Beetlejuice awesome. shit. You know, yeah. It's, uh, it's cool. It's crazy. It's spacey. It's just, you know, all kinds Kevin of... Kevin uh, Spacey? You know, yeah, it, oh man, Kevin Spacey's in it. You know, it's got that House of Cards story to it. Um, you know, <laughs> it's just crazy. The you know the Zville Corp Civil Space Exploration Company's trying to take down Kamigori Clone Tech in the in the <laughs> racing, and Kevin Spacey's in it. No, uh, that's not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you were starting to really sell me on this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're racing. I don't know. If there is a story mode, but there could be. There could just be rivalries between all these sponsors. The <laughs> Alien Head Exchange fiction. You know, hates the Gravity I, Research Company. Like, come on. Do you think he's like fan fiction little... for our Patreon? Yeah. Like, maybe this little indie dev got like some big name talent to give him credit. Like Kevin Spacey is the narrator. It's like I thought Kevin Spacey was in this game. Yeah, yeah. racing to, to the White House. <laughs> uh, Frank, he you got to remember to go down. into the right phase. I'm always in the right phase. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a phase, Mom. It's who I am. <laughs> Being in the right phase is like being a Georgia peach in summertime. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! I hate that fucking show I'm so much. I'm amazed that like we had enough clout to get Kevin Spacey to guest star on this episode. Yeah, guest star Kevin Spacey, ladies and gentlemen, turning to yeah. you know directly to the camera and explaining what's going on in Fast Racing Neo. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the most annoying the, part of the game. The car turns around. Now the key to shift, shift in your phases properly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but yeah, cool music, cool game, cool request. Um, Kevin Spacey. You know. Yeah, and, and Kevin Spacey, he's just all over this fucking thing. Space so, Station uh, Zeo Core, whatever they're called, thinks they're winning this race, but we all know that I'll be the one to cross the finish line first. <laughs> Thank you, John, for taking us in, <laughs> into the next game. Let's move on. <laughs> John Regan segues. Game <sighs> two. House of Cards. <laughs> I 
kind of uh-huh. ran the gamut there. <laughs> yeah. Started out one way, ended kind of dramatic. Yeah, a little bit. hard time finding good trivia on this so i'm just gonna drop a few hints that'll hopefully help you <laughs> oh yeah. geez thanks john this is a <laughs> physics this is a physics based 2d puzzle game it was released in 2008 it's been ported to everything ever <laughs> and um uh, yeah i'll just play the next song we'll see if we figure it out and maybe i can come up with some more hints or something after that More hints if you want them. Uh, it was ported, yes, It was ported to the Wii, uh, as well as PC, OS X, Linux, uh, and it was actually everything. Are you? <laughs> no, it was recently ported to the Switch this year, back in March. It's available for that. Um, uh, it's a little bit sticky. Um, <laughs> it was. Developed Bro. over the course of about two years, cost about mm, ten thousand dollars of the two guys' personal savings. Uh, all the development is done in uh, coffee houses with Wi-Fi. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. All right, you guys have some answers. I do now. <laughs> right. What do you know? We got World of Goo, World of Goo, and World of Goo. Oh, damn it! Damn it! Oh, <laughs> 
That was supposed to be our indie ultrasound. That's it right. Makes less sense now. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> great, it makes man. Makes more sense. Old world, oh goo. Yeah. So, did you, did you guys play this one? Yes. Once, I think. Yeah. Okay, God, I was hoping somebody had because yeah, didn't this win like Game of the Year and shit? Like this was kind yeah, of popular. Was, and it was I a big just deal. Never yeah. bothered. <laughs> I bought this and it was in the first ever Humble Bundle and I bought it uh, then um, and I promptly played and beat it and I was so excited because back then I was uh, like Linux full time and this is one of the first ever like commercial Linux games I ever got to play. I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> oh man, we do need a sound yeah, thought- when you just bring up Linux. <laughs> oh wait, I think I have one. <laughs> Linux, you say. Mario, so proud of you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Here I thought it was going to be the Indiana Jones thing again. <laughs> <laughs> it's bound to come back up, but I need something more all-purpose, you know, all purpose, like something that can extend into future episodes. So whenever John proudly mentions Linux, you know, Mario can pat him on the back. So, uh, yeah, uh, somebody else go on. I seriously never played this. <laughs> I thought this game was about Peter North. <laughs> God damn it, man. I'm taking a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know God what? You know what sound plays whenever Jesse makes a really gross porn joke? Mario, so proud of you! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I this can't game... wait to find out why Mario is proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> uh, so hitchhiking off Jesse, this game was developed in Germany. By some girls. Um, oh. they, they were called. Oh, John, John. oh Triple G. <laughs> John, you specifically said somebody else talk about this game. I'm gonna cut you off right that's there. That's the one with the guy that wears a hockey mask and a pirate hat. <laughs> like that's the hockey pirate's the best character. No, because we're ignoring. This was a Nickelodeon tie-in from back in 1995. Oh. This, was, this was the My Brother what and Me you game. you on Mark Summers? Yeah, this, no, this was the My Brother and Me game. You, you know, oh. it, it wasn't about my brother or me. It was about their neighbor, Goo. Like, <laughs> you know, we all remember My Brother and Me, right? I'm not just like... I do. I'm not just, like, I do. And I remember their... Um, see, funny story about this. So funny story about Goo. There's nothing um, but. <laughs> for whatever reason, John, every time that you and I were playing Smash or something and you got like really like close, you would always shout, Goo! Every time. And I remember I was playing um, a game and my wife was watching me and something intense happened and I was telling the controller getting into it and shouted, Goo. Like, why are you saying that? It's like, that's what John always says. It's like, why did he say it? It's like, I don't know. I think it was my brother and me? And then we had like a 20 minute discussion about my brother and me. Yeah, my brother and what? Oh, fine. Let me bust out my DVD box set and explain this to you. <laughs> Let me tell you about a little move called the goo punch. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. It's a my brother and me thing. It's not a porn <laughs> thing, I swear. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a Nickelodeon it can, thing. It can be both, so, and I think it is. Yeah. No! And the weird thing was, like, everybody in his family, like, was named something that rhymed. Like, there was Goo. I think he had a sister named Boo. Like, everybody had had a... 
and he had a cousin named Moo. Yeah. <laughs> it was, wow. It was a very creatively this written show. This is too much. Yeah. Oh, it's. Anyway, I love you. my brother. Hollywood's finest. Yeah. <laughs> was this like so... a live action deal or a cartoon? Yeah, yeah. My brother and me. It, yeah, was, it was a live the, action. It was like the mid '90s one season like uh, black family sitcom on Nickelodeon. It was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. This was this was not the one with the puppet. That's my cousin Skeet. Yeah. Oh, cousin Skeeter was dope. Um, but yeah, my brother and me was just kind of like a it was like a family matters type situation on Nickelodeon. Cool. It was great, man. They lived in Charlotte, North Carolina. You know, the kids like to play basketball. <laughs> they topical. met. They met Charlotte Hornets uh, shooting guard Kendall Gill. I mean, I remember a lot about this show. It was pretty good. Yeah, little uh, Dee Dee, the younger brother, got a haircut like Cool Doctor Money. <laughs> was, That's amazing. Yeah, he cut a bunch of dollar signs into his head, and then his yes. dad had to shave his head. And he said he hated his dad, and that was the last episode of the show. It was weird. <laughs> wow, <laughs> what a weird note to close the show on. I hate my uh, dad. Cue credits. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and series not renewed. Oh, crap. <laughs> We're never resolving that cliffhanger. But anyway, um, so somebody's played the actual world of goo, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. I, I, yeah, I played it, and it's, it's really, it's pretty fun and interesting. Um, if I remember this right, it's, it has been all since I played. I'm not gonna lie, um, but I recall that. So basically, your goal is to get balls of goo from one end of the map to the other. Like there's a pipe at the end of the map, and you have to get, and you have to like build towers that they can climb up, or build bridges they can go across. And um, I believe you can get like, uh, uh, like achievements for either finishing a level in this like a set amount of time or only using so many goo balls to do it and it's it's really good it's really like good it's addicting it's it's um it's like tetris level like you can just play it you know just mindlessly it's so good and good. yeah as you beat levels you um like basically you can uh i think so every level you start with so many balls of goo and whatever you don't use to build your structure those are like your extra balls of goo that you can then there's like a there's a, a mode where you can try to build a really tall tower of goo and your goo tower height gets submitted to like a server and leaderboards <laughs> and things like that goo tower <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me man I can't, I can't listen to this <laughs> I know. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> know, it's just, it's impressive how un like not mature and, I am about this. There's all kinds There's all kinds of different goo balls. Like there's a basic just whatever goo ball, and there's a there's like an undo goo or something like that. Oh, if what? I remember, like so you can click that undo you your last goo ball move, and then <laughs> I can't keep this up. No, you've got to be the only one, man. You have to go. <laughs> There was a there was one level that I remember distinctly because there's um like a giant chasm and I kept trying to like build a bridge, but it's because like the physics engine in this game is actually really good and really well done. Cause I was trying to build a bridge, um and like as you send the as you send the pieces like across the structure um, it started to get like weightier and weightier and it kept like falling into the chasm so eventually I figured what I had to do was like make a giant tower and then knock it over to kind of like build a bridge vertically and tip it mm. 
cool. So it's yeah. that kind of like puzzle solving physics based, but yeah. with goo yeah. balls. Yeah, you had all kinds of different. You had all kinds of different balls of goo. You had the black goo. You had the white goo. You had the green goo, red goo, balloon goo, Ugh. eyeball goo. Oh god, what? Eyeball goo. Nope, <laughs> oh, nope, nope. I can't. I can't move past that. Don't get the goo in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Sticky goo, skull goo, spike goo, ugly goo. Okay, man. Yeah. It's losing its effect if you're just it's listing types of goo now. Anyways. A world of goo. Stealing the um, a joke from the chat. It's really good. Oh. <laughs> yep. There, there it is. Poll quote. You, you can't spell good without goo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, man. But no, it's, it is a great else? game. I really enjoyed... The music, uh, the art style is really like interesting and fun. Um, like that, that was my my big thing was I really appreciated the like uh, high quality visuals that are found within the game. Like it looks really good. Um, Does it? Yeah, I think so. I think it looks okay. great. I love the look. <laughs> I, honestly, this thing all I ever saw was like it just kind of looked like uh, like black balls goo on a kind of normalish background. I never it never struck me as particularly like a awesome looking game, but I'm glad to know it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, it's great. Yeah, the guy's going really, on limited tell. like trailer based knowledge of this game. <laughs> I think it's worth uh. buying. You know, like you guys have switches now, and it's on the switch. I think you should get it and try it out. Hmm. It's probably a fifteen or twenty dollar thing, and it's the kind of game that you know, it's it's my kind of game. There's no like there is a story, but it doesn't matter. You know, you can just play it for like a few hours, and then come back in two weeks, and not have to try to remember where the fuck you are in the story. You just just go and just start, you know, connecting goo balls together. It's great. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't even want that jumping off point of what the hell the story of World of Goo could be. Not important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, it would be great if it were all the episodes of my brother and me as the story <laughs> somehow. <laughs> worked <laughs> just yeah sticky goo balls into everything like, every every, every yeah. level's based on an episode <laughs> yeah you gotta get you know you gotta get alfie out of detention using sticky goo <laughs> like, i build him a, a yeah. goo bridge to, to up to or a goo ladder up to the window of the detention hall <laughs> yeah and, you know, when so you're playing as the dad you gotta make a you gotta make like a goo sandwich and you know, like i don't know man it's yeah I just uh, imagine it's like a great you, open, show. you open the window, you cross, you you go out the window, and you grab the ladder. He's like, ugh. <laughs> 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 ah, what a mess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> all right. Anything else? Game three. <laughs> Thank good.
Sweet. Yeah. stuff no. yeah all right trivia time all right this game along with other indie titles like spelunky and the binding of isaac are considered to be key games that launch the concept of the roguelike alike games that borrow a subset of major features of classical roguelike games but not all most often as with this game these games use procedural generation along with permadeath atop other gameplay mechanics to create a highly replayable experience. Hmm. Hmm. 
Show him, show him. We got uh, John says FTL. Um, Johnny says Net Hack, and David says FTL. It is FTL. Damn it! That was I my guess for that. Light. that was my guess for the first game. Oh wow! <laughs> nice. I'm glad I gave that extra trivia then. Yeah. Guess. <laughs> 
I guess we like people getting it right. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Um, this game, um, it's really cool. Like, uh, Johnny, have you played it? No, I actually bought it in a humble bundle, but I've yet to play it. <laughs> oh, you, you got you got to dust it off because it is great. Um, it's basically like you start off with this ship, and it's it's all like divided into uh, the different sections of the ship. Like you got the shields, you got the engine, you got like the weapons area, you got the the helm, you've got like the medical bay and stuff. And so then you got like little crew guys on the ship that you put them in certain areas, and they can affect the um, that thing like so if you gotta do, do the shield area your shields are a little stronger um, your ship isn't flying if someone's not in the cockpit so like if you know you're just sitting still so like if you're in a, in a combat situation you have no maneuverability unless the guy is driving uh, which makes sense you know um, and so like uh, you start off you're like in space and you jump <coughs> from like sector to sector and each time you move to a different sector, something random is about to happen. And so, like, uh, sometimes you run into, like, a ship that's like, Hey, uh, we'll sell you this stuff for cheap. And you're like, okay, cool. Or sometimes you're like, hey, we're going to uh, invade your ship and try to kill you. And so uh, <laughs> you run into other ships and you can, when you fight them, you can, like, target different sectors on their ship and stuff. Um, eventually you can get, like, transporters and transport dudes to your ship. Or uh, they'll transport stuff to your ship, which is usually bad. Um, and there's like a lot of little, like little, like nice touches you can do. Like, uh, um, say there's like a fire in part of your ship, you can just like open up all the doors on that side of the ship, and then since there's no oxygen in that area, the fire will just go out, and then you know close the doors back up, and then have your dudes go and repair the damage. Yeah. Um, and, um, so that sucks, though, if, like, a ship takes out your oxygen, <laughs> so then, like, your die guys just slowly die. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it's really, really hard. Um, you can unlock other ships. Um, I've only unlocked one other ship. <laughs> and, um, but it, it's it's super fun game. It's, like, it's kind of like super hard mode Star Trek. Yeah, so, you know, I always thought this was, like, some kind of, like, action, like, you know, shmup type game. I, it's, it's like a ship running simulator? Like, you gotta yeah. control the different rooms of the ship? Is yeah. it like, is I it like a... I literally never knew that. Is it like, <laughs> like a real-time thing, or is it like a turn-based thing? Um, you can, like, pause the action, but it's essentially real-time. Ooh, Sweet. cool. Uh, yeah, so, like, when they're attacking you... Like, whenever you first meet up, there'll be, like, a dialogue window that'll be like, hey, you better pay us this money or uh, you can ignore it and then they'll attack you. <laughs> and so, uh, and sometimes, like, if you attack them too much, they'll stop combat and be like, hey, we'll give you all this stuff if you let us go. And Ooh. you can uh, take the stuff or you can say uh, no and <laughs> finish them off. Because sometimes you get more stuff if you just go ahead and finish them off. But um, it's it's fun. Like, it's, the music is like really good. Obviously, you yeah. guys heard it's very spacey. It sounds like you're in space. Um, space. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> we we do need to get a Kevin Spacey sound on the board now. We're gonna be saying spacey this much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to get that Lex Luthor wrong. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Why don't we have that? Yeah, that's a useful sound for a game show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that should be the all yeah. wrong sound. Oh. Yeah. 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 I am too wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This game seems cool. I, you know, somehow I've known about it for years and never <laughs> properly knew what it was. Like I said, <laughs> I always second. thought it was a shmup. You know, yeah. it sounded like a shmup. <laughs> so, you know, it's a spaceship that travels faster than light. That sounds like something... It's funny, just based on that name, I figured it was probably something that I should stay away from. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> and this seems way more accessible. And probably, you can name uh, your ship and stuff, which is fun. You know, if you want to name your ship, giant dick. You can now, name can all you, your. Uh, can you arrange the rooms on your ship to be the shape of a giant dick? No. Um, <laughs> See, that's the optimal design for a faster than light spaceship. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's a giant uh, dick. <laughs> I'm just you imagining. No there. I'm being scientific here. I'm, yeah. you know. I'm just imagining, <laughs> like, pulling into a spaceport. It's like, so, um, this is my ship. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> It's like what this is. This is our design that we use on our planet. It it increases aerodynamic, you know, speed, and it uh, it helps in zero gravity. Right? Has uh, has anybody told you <laughs> that? Um, that, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. I yeah, like, come on. I like, I now, like where do you want? Where do you want me to dock this thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like, I like the version where the guy that owns the ship knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. He's just fucking oh, yeah. everybody <laughs> across the galaxy. Yeah, like, every like time so he pulls into his face. He knows exactly what he's doing, but he's not letting on, like, what? Yeah. What? What does it look yeah. like to you? Yeah. Nothing, you nothing at fuck all. Space. Like, yeah. do we have a you palm here? With that? <laughs> do we have a palm here? Do you want me to pull out, or like, what? What, what do you want me to do here? <laughs> I would be more than happy uh, to take my spacecraft, the Silver Shaft, and park it somewhere else. <laughs> Are you saying it's too big? Uh, should I, you know, try a different angle here? I mean, you know, what do you want me to do? Yes, yes, it is in. Stop asking me that. <laughs> Only in Johnny's ship. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. I. Yeah. Uh, nah. Where do you go from here, man? We you got like, we got dick ships. I to say I I had one more, but I decided against it. No, don't. Close, close out the faster than light dick discussion with the uh, with one last joke. Yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, I'm sorry. It's just the the way that the, the way the <laughs> engines are designed. They use the uh, the special semi plasmic liquid engines. I apologize about the size of those goo balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh. ah, perfect. Uh, right. Actually, I got one more. Yeah, as captain of the ship, you're just yeah, you're getting it. You know, like Mass Effect style with an alien woman. And it's like, wow, that was fast. It's like, yeah, I told you I was faster than light. I wasn't talking about the ship. Hey, how so? Game four.
as fast. Faster than light. Faster than light. Oh, oh, oh damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so this is uh, another fan request for the evening. This one uh, came to us via Facebook from a fellow video game music podcast. This one came from the VGM Tracker podcast. Give them a listen. Cool. Um, and yeah, this uh, this game has a simple control scheme. Uh, you know, among I'm actually not sure how many buttons this uses, but I know that there is. One button to pick up a weapon, one button to use the weapon, one button to turn into a ragdoll using the physics, and one button to quack. Perfect.
Mhm. So. I feel pretty good. Yeah. Should be pretty simple on this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Everybody says duck game. <laughs> That's correct. I really want to make that the new all correct sound. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in favor of retiring Ultra now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Somehow Indiana Jones is just better. It's so it's low better. Compared, uh, compared to the Ultra, so it's just so like. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> the Ultra is just so aggressive. Yeah. 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 It's, it's uh, supposed to get you hyped for a discussion of a game that we all know, <laughs> right? Like, what? Um, wow. Well, you should. Definitely I'll upload that to the drive, and I'll replace this tune, <laughs> the jingle. Will do. Um, David, you have something to say about Duck Game? Uh, well, remembering, because obviously all of us are huge fans who have played this game, and I certainly wasn't looking up this game. This game was released on the Ouya. Yes, it was! <laughs> What's that? <Yeah. laughs> John, I thought you would know about the Ouya. <laughs> Uh, it's a thing that happened once. It's right? a, like, independent, like, Android console. Yeah. What? Why? It was a piece of shit. <laughs> it looks kind of cool. Uh, it was why cool in theory, you, and then nobody went for it. Why you do that? Because <laughs> people wanted a plug-in thing that they could put on their TV to play smartphone-quality games. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they wanted. They wanted a controller and a TV and a bunch of cords to play Angry Birds. You know, <laughs> duh. What? They didn't. <laughs> history, history proved the Ouya wrong. <laughs> I think there was some, like, frog game that people really liked, too. Not Frogger, but it was some other frog game. Ah, uh, I was gonna say, you know, if it wasn't Frogger, was it that fucking stupid Android ripoff of Frogger, Crossy Road? Because I got some thoughts on that, too. Um, oh, man, we should do a Crossy uh, Road. Dude, yeah, you know, next episode, nothing but Crossy Road. <laughs> do you remember that weird Crazy Frog ringtone thing from years ago? Was it like yeah. a game based on oh, that? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Crazy Frog game. Yeah, we're <laughs> never playing the music from that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, this is Duck Game. Um, nobody uh, over here played Duck Game. It looks weird. I wish it I looks did. pretty fun, actually. <laughs> like, yeah. I kind of want us to all get it and play it. It looks a lot of fun. Because I'm reading like, about it's, it, it's like the the difficulty is. You, it's one hit kill, and you explore yep. environments, and the difficulty is you trying to, like, figure out what weapons do what, and mm -hmm. the game has several humorous elements, including silly hats, a quack button, and a ragdoll button. I'm sold yeah. on that. Like, yeah, exactly. Ducks, hats, guns, <laughs> you know, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some kind of picture of, like, a duck with a machine gun, and everything's on fire, and it just looks like real rad yeah. ass, like, oh. Yeah, man. It was, this was uh, published by Adult Swim Games, which is pretty great. They have a they have a decent track record of publishing yeah, just nonsense, pretty fun games. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's like you can play it online. I think with like four friends, and it's you know essentially just supposed to be a fast pace, like uh, you know kill each other, almost you know almost kind of like a fa super fast pace, like Super Sudden Death Smash Bros. round, like. You oh, all get cool. dropped. You all get dropped into the environment. You have to like hit little item boxes to get your fucking weapons, and then just shoot each other. And the last person standing wins that round. And it's like you know, best out of five, best out of whatever. You know, it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> like, 
Okay, I just, officially you know, want to get this game. 2D 16-bit ducks shooting each other with Watch machine it. guns. <laughs> I officially want to get this game because I found a screenshot where one of the arenas is like a stage and the duck is using a trombone as a weapon. I'm yeah. sold. Where, <laughs> you can wear the front of a car as a hat. Sweet. Yeah, all the videos that I saw of this, it looked like you can customize the hats because, like, guys just had, like, pictures of their faces as duck hats. And, oh, like, really? yeah, there was, like, Mario mushrooms that would let you put on a Mario hat. And, uh, yeah, uh, the game just looks wacky and fun. I mean, seriously, it's ducks with guns. I think the trailer had said, like, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you, your friends, you know, silly hats, and an irresponsible number of guns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm into this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all there in the title. Duck game. <laughs> you, know, you had me. A what do you think button. of when you think of ducks? You think of how ducks like to kill each other with you know automatic weapons. That's just how it is. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's why. Hey, I remember mean, in Roger Rabbit with the two ducks and their pianos and stuff? Yep. Imitate that on this game. Probably. Probably do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, and I, I kind of hate reading some of these like uh, like Wikipedia articles for games like this because it's got you know you know who needed to include this in you know the information about Duck Game. Uh, Sean Flint, whoever the fuck that is, was critical of the game's name choice, saying, <laughs> "quote It describes absolutely nothing about it other than the fact that it may contain ducks." Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's a fucking gag name, bro. Like, you know, I, you know, the game's kind of fun, but you know, the title doesn't really tell you anything. There's a ducks, and it's a game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's that's a the game joke, dude. Like, yeah. It's almost as if a game based around inherent ridiculous humor is named in such a way to be yeah. inherently ridiculous. Exactly. It named in such a just, you know, dressed down, like, you know, normal, just, you know, nothing fancy way, as though to obscure the fact that it's actually a game about ducks killing each other with guns and silly hats. I mean, you know. that's, that's really a, a pretty bullshit reason to dock something is based on the title, because, like, there's plenty of things where the title tells you nothing about the work. Like, okay, based on the yeah. title alone, tell me what the fuck Great Expectations is about. Alright. Now, <laughs> now go and then go read Great Expectations and then tell me what the fuck it's about, because I have a report due and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forgot John's repeating high school. We're in the middle of a fucking movie plot. Uh, <laughs> shit. Oh man. Yeah. Johnny Madison. Repeating high school. Um, no, I really uh, did read that book and I really don't understand what the fuck it was about. That episode uh, of South it, Park man, was you know, way this, better than the book. This is not the Great Expectations podcast, and it <laughs> never will be. <laughs> Good God. Well, no, shit. But, I mean, seriously, no, a... you know, video game titles have been obscuring what they've been about for years. I mean, like, yeah. fucking when David Wyland was on the show, he brought out Zexus. What the <laughs> fuck is that game about? I don't Tetris. know. Tetris. Because the what title the fuck is has... Tetris. What? What the fuck is Tetris? <laughs> well, that at least implies, uh, going back to like what? Latin roots, that there's going to be four or something. But like, <laughs> okay. you know, that's that you got to really know your your Latin. <laughs> but like, My no, bad. You know, I mean, seriously, if you got a problem with Duck Game having a title like this, you know, like, bro, maybe you shouldn't be reviewing games. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you know, I like the game, but I just, you know, the title's going to turn some people off. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a game with ducks. Well, what do the ducks do? Not important. Do you want to play the game? It has ducks. <laughs> yeah. See, if anything, like, 
hearing that there is a video game called Duck Games, like, it makes me want to know more because it's so yeah. undescriptive. It's like, it can be anything with ducks. What is it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Everyone loves a good mystery, and there's nothing more fun than solving mysteries. And so, yeah, you've been presented with this mystery. What the fuck is this game? <laughs> and then you get to go solve it. Yeah. Go on Steam, Ooh. pay 4 to $10 to solve the mystery of Duck Game by playing it. You know, oh, I've solved the mystery. It's a game about ducks killing each other. <laughs> you know, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, Duck Game. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's got a pretty sick-ass soundtrack, though. You gotta set, you gotta admit that that is some Genesis, uh, Genesis sounding ass music. And yeah, that, I really, I really, yeah, yeah. I was, re I was really was thinking really that was gonna be a Genesis game. Yeah, God, I wish there were more indie Genesis games. Uh, so we might close things out with Indiana Jones on the Genesis at some point. Uh, Johnny, I guess we'll just have to move on and find out. All right. Quack, game quack. four. <laughs> Did somebody actually... Was that... No, that wasn't the request. Okay. Yes, just a little spooky. <laughs> Ooh. 
Cool. That's very happy. Yeah. Not bad. So, this is another fan request for the night. Uh, this one comes to us via Twitter from at the Sigma Omega. And, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this game is really something. Uh, Kotaku's review, not Kotaku, Kotaku's review of the <laughs> game. I would actually frequently visit Kotaku.com. Uh, Kotaku's review of this game called it, quote, as accurate a blank simulator as you'll ever play. I might just fill in that blank for you after this song. So that song actually contains no allusions to uh, what this game might be. Yeah. Uh, Kotaku's review of this game called it, quote, as accurate a cat simulator as you'll ever play. As accurate a cat simulator? Yeah, because apparently at some point indie games just became fucking games starring 
unusual animals. I don't know, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, while you guys are working on that, I can give you some release information. This was uh, originally released on the PC, and then the Ouya in 2015, uh, eventually ported to the PlayStation 4 in 2016, and given VR support in uh, October of 2016. VR support? <laughs> Yup. Are you guys fucking me on this Ouya thing? Like, this is a practical joke, right? Like, what is this? The Ouya happened, bro. (laughs) No, it didn't. (laughs) It's an indie game show, man. There's Ouya. Uh, So, what do we got? Uh, John Regan says, Cat Simulator 2K12. Uh, No. Jesse says, Cat Game. Very close. And David says, That Neko Mobile game that everybody loves. Sadly incorrect. This game is called Cat Lateral Damage. Yes. Damn it. Nice. On the tip of my tongue. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this one, it's a first person cat game in which. Looks kind of fun. It actually does look very cute. Uh, you're going around a house, knocking all your owner's shit onto the floor. That is the object of the game. Like, <laughs> you play as a cat, you press a button to extend the paw, and then you bat things off of a shelf, or use it to open a door to get to more areas. Just, you know, knock as much shit onto the floor before your owner comes home as possible. Is there a meow button? I don't know. <laughs> so far, Duck yeah. Game is still winning. That's important. Oh yeah, no, Duck, duck Game's way ahead. But cat lateral damage uh, wins for a decent, like, Schwarzenegger movie slash cat pun. I like that. <laughs> um, and just for, I don't know, I don't know, if, which is more original, Duck Game or Cat Lateral Damage? Like, these are, these are both rather interesting games. <laughs> like, you know, Cat Lateral Damage looks like it's, you know, it's got like a Katamari type art style to it. Everything's kind of cartoony and blocky, and you're just, you know, you're just running around as a cat, knocking shit over. I, I think I'm going to dock at a point because you're playing in first person, so you don't really get to see the cat. You know, if you're going to play the cat game, what do the people want? They want the cat. You know, they don't want just the paw. You know, I don't want to you know, be wearing my PlayStation VR helmet and playing as the cat. What? You know, if anything, I want to play as the owner. No, hold and on. Then just... John, that is exactly what I want. I want to put on a <laughs> VR headset and I want to be a cat. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> you just walk around, yeah. hang out. You take a nap for yeah. eight hours. No, you don't walk around, hang out, man. You wreck shit. You, you know, you. Okay. It's not. That sounds great. Not just too. a pound around being a cat game. You got to get up on the shelves and knock things down. You got to, you know, you got to do stuff. You got to just ruin your your owner's life. Yeah. Apparently, that's everything you know, I've in the game. It's a very cynical view of what cats do, man. My cats don't do this shit. You know, my cats are cool. If I leave a glass of water on the table and walk away for a few minutes, yeah, they knock it over, but they don't just <laughs> knock over everything. Like, <laughs> my know. cats don't do Come this on. except when they do. My cats have like... one target in mind. If th- now, if this game were literally just a game where you got to play as a cat and you had to do like some Metal Gear Solid shit and wait for your owner to walk away, leaving a glass of water on the table, and then like cat your way up to it and knock the water over, you know, I'd be an expert at that. I've seen it happen twice a week <laughs> for the last seven or eight years. You know, it just happens. That actually but, sounds uh, like a badass indie game, like a stealth yes. game where you're a cat trying to, like, not get caught. Yeah. Cattle There's Gear one now Solid. where you're a goose, and you have to, like, 
like hide from this like gardener and stuff, and then you like can come up behind him and honk and like scare would, the gardener. And I would play this game so bad. It sounds really cool. I would play it so bad. Because I fucking hate geese, but that game looks like it's perfect for, you know. I love oh, that, God. like, the entire premise of the game is you're a goose, be a dick. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's I the mean, entire purpose. You, like, that is the literally the goose's entire purpose stuff. on this earth. The geese are terrible creatures. They are. <laughs> yeah. There's no redeeming quality to geese. You can't pet those things. They're terrible. But, um, yeah, man, fucking, uh... Justin in the chat, who is the Sigma Omega on Twitter, is saying that use the PlayStation Move controllers as your cat paws, which is very amusing to watch. I, you know, I imagine that most VR games are very amusing to watch somebody play. I mean, especially if you're playing it's, you know, a fucking cat, because it's just somebody going to be there, like, you know, just doing this the whole time, I guess, just batting things <laughs> over. <laughs> but, like... God, man, I, I still have so many hang-ups about playing a VR game. Like, I haven't done it yet. I don't want to. <laughs> like, I don't want to be in my living room with this on in front of my wife. It's going to be, like, the end of her respectability for me. Yeah. Especially I... if she goes under the hood and it's a fucking cat simulator. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, See, yeah. no nothing. See, you like, huh, huh, huh. oh, he's playing this, like, intense fighting game, put it on, it's just like a fucking cat, like, in a living room. <laughs> he's, so bat saying, like, he's batting a piece uh, of string. Must, <laughs> must be the new Tekken. Yeah. No, so, Somebody, I, I, uh, I had no interest in VR until I learned that this game exists. This sounds like it's right <laughs> up my alley. I'm not even joking, I'm not laughing at this, like, this sounds awesome. I really okay, want to put on John, a fine. I'm gonna get you, you an HTC Vive and a fucking headset, and yes. you know, we're gonna Gee. do VR cat shit at your wedding. That's just how it's gonna go. Yes. Yes. Wedding present. We'll get you. We will get you the VR cat game. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I want to get married as a VR cat. <laughs> do you, John? Please place the ring on her fingers and extend the PlayStation Move controllers Excuse forward. Excuse me. Like. Excuse me. John is my human name. <laughs> Today, I am Mittens. Yeah. Oh, God. John, we really need you to pull that thing up so you can fill out the marriage license. <laughs> yeah. Nope, not doing it, man. Yeah, like, yeah. okay. Why um, do you keep knocking the pen off the table? I can't see it in the game. Now, Mr. Regan, will you fill out this portion? <laughs> Just keep on spilling a glass of water on top of it. <laughs> oh god! Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a very good idea. That should be like your bachelor party theme. We all wear these VR helmets. We're all just, cat you know, our, our just like pal around yeah, downtown so St. Augustine playing cat game. <laughs> so it no, somehow but, turns no. into a furry party. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, the bachelor party <laughs> it's bound to get is weird. We're all cats. <laughs> like, <laughs> we run around with cat ears. <laughs> And like, Paul just came up to like a stranger and told them that. And you're like, my bachelor party is me and all my friends for cats. I like want to fight you. Is that like a sexual oh, thing? God. What is that? Yeah. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> stick, with, stick with your cat friends over there. Oh. We're all just sitting there with like saucers of beer. Yes. <laughs> no, sauces of milk. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, yeah, this game does Cats look fun. Don't drink beer, David. <laughs> Not go, your cat, man. We go to yeah. the St. George Tavern, ask for sauces of milk. 
<laughs> oh, God. See, that's the object of the cat game in downtown St. Augustine. It's do as much cat shit as you can without getting your ass kicked. <laughs> like, yeah. You lose the game by getting thrown out of a bar or just having somebody punch you out of frustration. These cat people are really bothering me. <laughs> I don't know what some of those cat dudes, but they've been on the golden tea you know, machine all night. This is pissing me off. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, great request. I'm glad that we piqued John's interest in VR cat games. And, uh, you know, um, yeah, uh, good tunes, good request, man. Let's keep it going to the sixth game. Oh, what? Is it the sixth? Oh, my God, it is. Yes, oh, I it is. the sound earlier. Ah. Right. Game six. Five.
cool. Yeah. I was going to see if y'all had any comments or if you're still making cat jokes in the chat. Hey, man, I was going to say, you know, for your sake, I hope this game involves cats because we're kind of on a tangent still. <laughs> yeah. Man, soundtrack to cats. <laughs> so, <clears throat> trivia for this game was kind of hard to come across, but this game is a sequel to a promo game. A very brief downloadable title that was used as a promotion. Uh, this game came to be because the company that created it already had the license to the other characters featured because of the promo game, had so much fun developing it that they decided to do a full-on crossover game featuring the two universes. Anybody like another piece of trivia? Yes. I'm good. I think I have it. All right. Well, I will give this to John and perhaps confirm for John or Jesse. Uh, this game is indeed a crossover between two different characters. One, the star of a mildly successful set of downloadable action platformers, and the other, the star of one of the biggest Kickstarter fuck-ups ever. Hmm? Mm hmm Hmm. Shit. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> Dave, David hates half of this game. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. I know well, what actually, half is. I just can't think of any crossovers that, that's involved with that. So, Jesse says Mighty Gunvolts. John says Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Johnny says Cats Scratched Out. Question mark, question mark, question mark. I got nothing. 
This is Mighty Gunvolt Burst. The original promo game is Mighty Gunvolt. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So. Good music. And I know it's on 3DS and Switch, so it's right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this is a crossover between Azure Striker Gunvolt and Mighty Number no. 9. Azure Striker Gunvolt, pretty fun little series of, like, action platformers. Mighty Number no. 9, steaming hot turd. Hot take. David, <laughs> tell us what you really think. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't at him. I was going to say, I thought, <laughs> by the way. damn, mic drop. David, pick your mic up. We still got a little bit of show left, man. Deal uh, with it. <laughs> hmm. Do we, actually, yeah, do we have the deal with it sound? Uh, it's it's in here somewhere. All right, David, drop your hot take. I'll hit it with the deal with it. Uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt, great. Mighty number nine, steaming pile of shit. Deal with it. All right. Yeah. This game, however, this game is fucking awesome. Wait. <laughs> and it makes me happy because I was a backer of Mighty Number no. Nine. I was <laughs> very disappointed <laughs> with Mighty Number no. Nine. Uh, this game is pretty much like everything that Mighty Number no. Nine was promised to be. This game's fucking great. Um, you get to play as either Gunvolt or Beck, and it's basically set in like a virtual reality world that's it's primarily based on mighty number no. nine you have to fight the mighty numbers um you collect abilities and different upgrades and then fight the final boss and so on and so forth um but unlike mighty number no. nine the levels aren't terrible the bosses aren't terrible it's just a much better game. It's much more polished. The levels are really well designed. They each have their own little gimmick, but they're not annoying. They don't have like poorly explained mechanics in them. They don't have spike pits that appear out of nowhere. It's not garbage. All of the boss fights, like <laughs> all the boss fights in Mighty Number no. 9, like the whole mechanic in that game is weakening and then dashing into enemies. And so you weaken the bosses, and then you have to dash into them to, like, take that section of their life bar off. If you don't, they just regain that health, which is bullshit. And they all have, like, instant kill attacks, which is bullshit. None of them have that in this game. They play, like, much, like, much more commonly to Mega Man bosses. And the most amazing thing to me in this game is the customization, because... You know how in Tony Hawk, when you would make a character, you would, like, choose what tricks you wanted them to choose, and you had, like, a little... You had, like, a thousand points, and, like, I really want to do this ollie. That's 200 points away. It's the same concept, but for weapons. Okay. Cool. So, you select... They're a little bit different because Gunvolt only uses, like, his standard gun, but Beck, once he defeats an enemy, he can use, like, their weapon. Like, their weapon type. Um, and you you have a set amount of points, and then you can change things, and they subtract or add from that total value. So, if you have a gun, and it shoots three bullets, and you want it to shoot five, you can do that. You can shoot two. You can shoot in a straight line. You can shoot in a wave. You can do a spread shot. You can do rapid fire. You can do a charge shot. Do you want your bullets to pierce? Sure. 
He wanted to pierce through enemies, the environment, both. Like, the amount of customization is fucking insane in this game. Yeah, that's the only thing that I knew about it was like, basically, you know, it's kind of, you know, Mega Man-ish. I mean, I only say that because I haven't played Mighty Number no. 9 or Gunbolt, but like, yeah, you can just like, you know, take all the weapons and customize their attributes and just like do, you know, numerous combinations. It's like, you know, totally customizable and, you know, it sounds really cool and, you know, yeah, that's literally all I knew about the game. <laughs> it's like, that's a ballsy move, making a crossover game with uh, the characters from Mighty Number no. 9 and then some other not-despised se- you know, series. <laughs> like, you know, interesting choice. And it's like, oh, it's actually really fucking great and, like, you know, kind of a, you know, just like a, like a deconstruction almost of, like, <laughs> you know, like shooting, like, Mega Man-type games. I'm like, I'm into that. I should check that out. <laughs> Like, playing Mighty Number no. 9, I was like, these bosses are kind of annoying and, like, a huge pain in the ass to fight, and the levels are really, like, playing this game, was like, oh, this is what it was trying to do. Okay, I can right. get behind this. Like, these bosses are fun. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> What's that? Fun? In a game? No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you build your own special weapons. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I dig it. You know funny you know this whole uh this whole episode we've been talking about all these indie games and we barely mentioned kickstarter projects but like a lot of these games were funded via kickstarter <laughs> and you know they're good games <laughs> it's just you know what is it that goes into you know funding a game and being satisfied with it on kickstarter a bunch of people paid good money for cat lateral damage to be kickstarted and you know <laughs> seems like they got their money's worth everybody was pissed about mighty number no. nine <laughs> like well it, it just it wasn't exactly the game that they promised it was going to be. Yep. Expectations. Had cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if if Mighty Number no. Nine had more cats, you know, yeah. or you know, had if anything Mighty to do with nine, cats, you would have gotten that internet cat money going. <laughs> and, if know. Mighty Number no. yeah, Nine was a cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mighty Number no. Feline. Come on, it oh, would have been fantastic. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> perfect. Yep, the cat lateral nine. damage, mighty number nine as your striker gun volt crossover we've all been waiting for. <laughs> you strap I'm on your VR helmet, number. you customize your cat paws, and then you just knock shit over in a robot world. I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> Although saying mighty number feline makes me think it's a crossover between mighty number nine and monster hunter. Also good. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. I don't have any real hatred towards Mighty Number no. 9 because I didn't back it and didn't play it. So maybe I should support these so they keep making fun, interesting games using those characters. And NT Creates is still able to you know, keep creating games because it seems like in most cases they know what they're doing. <laughs> so Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... <laughs> if... I cannot recommend enough not playing Mighty Number no. 9. I also cannot recommend playing Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Like, if you are a Mega Man fan and you have a 3DS or Switch, get this game. You will not be disappointed. Excellent. Hardy endorsement. I'm into it. That's David's lock of the week. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> we, all, we need more locks of the week. Um, but yeah, uh, great game. Good tunes. You know, good, like, you know, again, I keep going back to Mega Man comparisons, but like, good Mega Man-ish action game tunes. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm into it. I'll have to check it out. It's on my Switch. There's so, they, 
you're just putting too much stuff out on the Switch for me to keep up with. You know, not that I have to play all of it, but it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's just, there's a lot of stuff. Good stuff. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. Um, but anyway, Johnny, shall we, uh, shall we activate that calculating computer? Uh, well, right now we have a three-way tie, so before I activate it, I came up with a very half-assed lightning round. Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus. These are the best kind. So, um, this lightning round, I've got a list of indie video games, and I've got a list of Arcade Fire songs, and I want you to tell me, <laughs> no. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Well, if we're going to do lightning round, can we hear the lightning round sound? Oh, uh, yes. Lightning round! Uh, hustle through it, Johnny. We're going long. <laughs> yeah, no, this this will be quick. This could be a sudden death kind of situation. Okay, so, David, is this an indie video game or is this an arcade fire song? No cars go. Indie game. Nope. Arcade Fire song. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I am unfamiliar with the discography of Arcade Fire. Wait. Um, Alright. Jesse. Indie video game or Arcade Fire song? The Cat Lady. Uh, indie game. That is correct. Oh, right. man. <laughs> Shit. All right, John, indie video game. Indie video game or Arcade Fire song, Duskers. Arcade Fire song. All right, so with that, we're going to activate the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps. Oh, sorry, I was uh, checking up on the chat. What was that? Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Yep, John, that last one was an actual indie video game, Duskers. Great! Cool. So that makes Glad Jesse this week's winner. <laughs> uh, cool, man. Great game, Jesse. Nice, uh, yeah, nice, okay. nice lightning round, John. <laughs> 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 Fucked up. Uh, <laughs> cool, man. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's three-way tie. It doesn't matter who wins. You know, because uh, we're having fun, and next week's theme's going to be great. Jesse, what do you got in mind for next week's theme? How about a uh, multiplayer game? Hmm. Like, you All know, right. it doesn't have to be a multiplayer-only game, but a game where it has a solid multiplayer, you know, aspect. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. Now, you know, we're we talking more than more than one, two players, or are we talking just, like, solid-ass multiplayer games? Are we talking the modern multiplayer-type game? or What, are, like, you know... Whether it's, you know, sitting on the couch playing Contra with some buddies or playing eight-player Smash Brothers or, you know, going online playing some Overwatch, you know, whatever, you know, multiplayer. Yep. Sweet. Games that are cool. better with friends. Yep. We can do it. Games mm. with friends. David, David seems to have thrown me. his arms up in frustration for some reason. <laughs> I have used both Splatoon and Splatoon 2 at this point. Yes. <laughs> yes, you have. Good There's luck, nothing David. else you can play. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well cool that'll be fun yeah um, multiplayer games coming on next week's show 
And uh, yeah, let's take this thing in for uh, for a fantastic landing. Great game tonight, guys. Total blast. Indie games galore. You know, uh, not the indie games that I initially thought, but you know, we uh, we overloaded the show with fan requests, and uh, I think we got you know a nice wide variety. And then somehow really keyed in on the cats. But it's good, it's good, it's real good. <laughs> so thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks for watching along on our live recording. We're on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and twitch.tv slash game that tune every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for our live recordings. Thanks for everybody listening in podcast form. You can find us at gamethattune.com or in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We're, uh, we're always there on uh, Wednesday mornings. Um, you definitely got to check out patreon.com slash game that tune. It is funding our current madness. Uh, we're having a blast. Thanks to our patrons. We're using it to fund our 24 seven video game music live stream. I'm definitely going to take some money out of it to pay for the cat lateral damage soundtrack that I had to download tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're taking your money and we are using it to make a lot of fun stuff. Uh, we got our SNES Classic mixtape on there right now. It's like two hours of SNES music, and you should give it a listen. And there's more mixtapes coming every month, and we're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff coming up. So yeah, check us out there. Um, and special thanks to our Patreon super fan tier supporters, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, and Andrew Oliver. You guys are great, and uh, thanks for your support of the show. And yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter at GTTPod. Send us some requests. We got tons of requests this week. That's why I just for you know skipped my game altogether and took extra requests. Uh, you know, so yeah, send us a t uh, request on uh, Twitter. We got our message box open. Don't abuse that, please. Uh, we got our email, <laughs> gamethattune at gmail.com. And uh, you can find all of us on Twitter and send us messages there. Uh, I am at jgangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. Yep, you can find John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan JR. Yep, and you can find Jesse Moore, this week's winner, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, you can. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. So, Jesse, you got the bonus tunes tonight. Take us home, man. So, when I heard the theme, I was a little confused too, and I had picked a game originally. And then I did some research, and I was like, oh. And I was like, well, I still like this music, so I kept one song from uh, Indiana Jones <laughs> on SNES. God damn nice. it. Nice. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
Fast Racing Neo is copyright 2015 Shin-In Multimedia. World of Goo is copyright 2008 2D Boy. FTL Faster Than Light is copyright 2012 Subset Games. Duck Game is copyright 2015 Landon Pondielski and Adult Swim Games. Cat Lateral Damage is copyright 2015 Chris Chung and Maneko Wear LLC. Mighty Gunvolt Burst is copyright 2017 Inti Creates. I feel like that was a pretty good half-assed last-second lightning round I came up with. I know. Oh, yeah. I, I hate also, it. Also, I mean, seriously, who or what is Arcade Fire? I don't know. Nice. Uh, oh, damn it. God. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Can we remake the Mario 2 start startup sound just using Tim Allen grunts? <laughs> 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 but only if we add space at the end. <laughs> space! And we can set the whole thing to this tune. <laughs> <laughs>